When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the grinder app for men who enjoy sandwiches finding a way to get together. Uh, not not too bad as well. Um, I don't think we saw beef ribs between the eighth and ninth hole yesterday. What I am a hundred percent sure I saw. It's called the. There's an area out at Riv called the Promenade where they have all the food trucks lined up. They had a kind of like a deli food truck that does deli items. Uh. They had pastrami chili cheese fries. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That does sound good. It, it looked amazing. And I was deeply distracted by the aroma of chili cheese, pastrami chili cheese fries. By the way, that's another one of those things that is deeply underrated. You you can find it like, you know, like those Greek places that make everything. They, they mm-hmm. do a little right? The pastrami on top of a cheeseburger. I dare you to eat that and not fall in love. Go to Pink's on La Brea. They do that there? Oh, yeah. They they used to, I don't know if they still have it there, but they, they, if memory serves, one of their big things was, you know, they're known for their hot dogs mm-hmm. and Polish sausages and that, but I believe they would they would throw pastrami into the mix. They used to have this thing called the Poli Bacon Burger, which in my younger days when I could handle something like this, I would, like college, stuff like that. It's, it's still there. Okay. It's called the it's called the Jaws. Okay. It is, if memory serves, it is a bacon cheeseburger with chili and a Polish sausage. Yes. Maybe there's pastrami in it. I don't remember or not. <laughs> this is the description. It says poly bacon, ch- chili cheeseburger, one grilled Polish dog, hamburger, uh, three strips of bacon, lettuce, tomatoes, mayo. Okay, now you're looking at the pink's menu. There's yes. pastrami there, correct? Uh, I don't see pastrami, but maybe you could add it. Am I remembering this incorrectly? You might be crossing the streams. But I'm pretty sure, sh- I think if you go to Pink's, you can find yourself They do have a pastrami Swiss cheeseburger, so maybe you could okay. ask for pastrami. Oh, no, 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 no. I just meant like it's an offering. It's I don't there. mean on the poly bacon burger. It's, it's an there. offering. Okay, yeah. Tops in um, Pasadena, right off the Michelin to exit right there. I'm not saying that it's super easy to get on and off and right back onto the freeway again if you're into that sort of thing. I'm just saying that it might be there. God, and I, they put pastrami on everything. I'm looking at this photo of a poly bacon burger. It sounds amazing. It, it's a oh, lot. It, it was great. I can't do that anymore. Speaking of food, so I went to a movie before I went to Taylor's uh, show yesterday, and uh, I wanted to have dinner there, and so I was I ordered wings uh, to eat during the movie, and it was a very quiet and understated movie. So I had to sometimes like pick my moments to go. (laughs) Or like especially, it it was called Close. It's a it's a Belgian movie, but it had like haven't seen that yet. (laughs) I know, guys. I mean, you asked me, and no, 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 no. I'm interested. I you know me. I'm a movie geek. I'm actually interested. It's actually it's it's really good. It's nominated for best foreign language film at the Oscars, which is why I wanted to go see it. But anyway, I was eating. Don't no spoilers. (laughs) I was eating a celery (laughs) stick, and I was like, and like yeah, it was it was really hard to eat. That's on the movie theater. If they're handing out celery sticks in the theater, then you. Couldn't eat them at at your leisure. Yeah, right. Just let it go. 
that's not like one of those things where you sneak in a bag of Doritos to a Hollywood or a uh, Broadway show and you're crinkling the bag <laughs> as the actor's delivering his lines. It's not not quite like that. Speaking of uh, productions, we were talking earlier today about uh, Commander and Chimp, and we're you know we're we're coming together. We're we're thinking of scenes. We're thinking of casting. We're kind of doing these sorts of things. We met, we're talking a minute ago about what happened to racquetball from the late 70s early 80s it was you know incredibly popular to where it is now which is far less what if as a crucial scene in the film not just when we have bobo open the resolute desk and read the letter from his predecessor <laughs> but we also have who also is his owner <laughs> yes, it's, it's complicated yeah, it's, it a, it's a very complicated relationship um bobo takes the smarmy vice president to school on in a racquetball game. Ooh, they, 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 in, an, in an effort to build a bridge between them, it actually does the opposite, where Bobo humiliates the vice president on the racquetball court. Here's the here's the problem. I love it as a scene. We're going to be accused of ripping off the scene in Big on the handball court. <laughs> True, where Tom Hanks plays with John Hurt. <laughs> yes, yes, and he ends up holding the ball away from John Hurt because he's cheating. And this is supposed to be a it's supposed to be a bridge builder in Tom Hanks's mind. John Hurd suggests this because he wants to beat up Tom Hanks on the court. <laughs> Naturally, it's going to be the scheming vice president who suggests this to President Bobo, and then it ends up backfiring. I like all of these ideas. We, okay. Like this is why we need we need to start storyboarding. We need we really need to kind of get the the overarching. We need Act One, Two, and Three. We mm -hmm. need to start putting this thing. You, look, you have a background in this. I'm just I'm just the idea guy. <laughs> I, I'm just here. You know to you are. You're, these you're in a lot you. of ways. You're the hype man. <laughs> look, I'm fully sold. I know you are. I, I from from the concept introduction, I have been fully on board. <laughs> Unlike some people that we know. I didn't say anything this whole segment, and then you bring me into it. I'm I was trying to let you guys have your moment. Thank you. And uh, you know, I'll sit here and I'll judge from afar. Judge being the operative word. <laughs> yes, indeed. Very look downing her looking down her nose at us. Um Adam Silver, like the idea of load management, right? That players taking time off because the I think you wrote it this morning. The, the ROI on this is I'm spending God knows how much money. Li, li, we're, we're closing in on fifty million dollar players, right? So I would rather have my fifty million dollar player at his best fifty five times than have him something less than that eighty times. And by the time we get to the playoffs, everybody understands the construct. I don't know if we've had any data that proves this is actually works or not, but it's become typical. Adam Silver was asked about this and how to get the star players playing in more games more often. I don't want to suggest there's a magic bullet here. I don't think it's just about incentivizing players to play more, that the teams are as much a part of the load management as the players are because, again, I think there's been a societal shift. Everything about win Everything's about winning a championship these days, and it's less, I think, in all sports, about how you perform in day in and day out. And it's, it's so it's a cultural issue as well. I think that's really smart. I think that's really, really – I never thought of it like that, that when you and I and, – and Emily, weigh in on this because you're, you know, you're half the age of Andy and I, basically. When we were watching sports, 
The season was super fun. You wanted to see Magic Johnson play against Larry Bird. You wanted to see Charles Barkley play. You wanted to see all these guys super go fun through season. these things. <laughs> but it was as much fun as the playoffs were. The playoffs, obviously, rings and championships and banners, incredibly important. But the season itself, what did you do during the season? Did you hit 40 home runs? Did you drive in 100? Did you hit 300? Did you average 29 or 30 points a game? These were benchmarks that were fun to follow did you play in every game was a fun benchmark to follow and now it's did you win it all that's it that the only thing that matters is the destination that there is no more enjoying the ride and not just in sports but in everything else what is the 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 thing at the end and did you get it or not as opposed to the journey along the way i never heard it expressed like that He's spot on. Well, I mean, I, I've said this many times, and people have sometimes treated it like it's a hot take, but I mean it sincerely. Michael Jordan ruined sports. And the reason I say that is because he ruined the way we talk about sports, and everything gets viewed through the rings with the seven yeah. Zs behind it. And now being really great at something doesn't matter unless you win that championship. And we just look to... We look to pick apart greatness now if it doesn't come with a championship attached to it. And it's a really myopic, stupid way to rob yourself of enjoyment. But also, too, like for all the crap that Kevin Durant has taken for leaving Golden State, he obviously hitched his wagon to the wrong guy Mm -hmm. in Kyrie. But I understand where he's coming from, where he said before that like winning the championships in Golden State did not provide him the degree of fulfillment that he thought would be there. And maybe it has to do He's with not that. the only one to have said that right. either. Like David Duvall in golf like was chasing the number one ranking in the world and he got there, won a major's like, this is what I've been really? Right. And I mean like, you know, maybe some of that has to do with like the the hierarchy of the team and like sort of joining as an interloper or whatever. But you know, it's not like he didn't play at a high level. Right. He won two finals MVPs, even if you know Barkley will call him the guy riding the bus as yeah. opposed to the bus driver. But like the idea of just what does what does being a part of all this mean? It's like Damian Lillard, as long as it seems like Portland is legitimately trying to make the team competitive, I believe him when he says he's fine. Yeah. And like I've heard people say before, like he needs to leave because otherwise he might not get a ring. And I'm like, well, no, he doesn't need to leave. Because A, he could go down as the greatest blazer yep. of all time which is a hell of an achievement sure with a really good organization. Sure. But I think to him, the idea of I compete my ass off, I play at a super high level. It's not like anybody believes Damian Lillard shrinks from the moment. Sure. Or, I mean, he's hit two series-ending shots. Well, like you said a second ago with KD, do, do we think differently about Kevin Durant because he was along for the ride? And I don't want to say along for the ride in a negative way like he wasn't. Well, there are people who do. But be- that, but my point is, is that had he never done that, had he stayed in OKC or maybe, you know, you don't have to stay with one team, but you go to be the bus driver or whoever we want to describe it. And it just never, Kevin Durant is one of the great players of his generation. Of course he is. The, the fact that he was a part of the Warriors doesn't make me think any more or less of him. He just, he was there for a minute that this you got it or you didn't you you matter or you don't you're a legend or you're not it's not true no it's just simply not true but the irony is though with i think with durant specifically i think he had a better reputation sort of just 
globally in sports, certainly the way he was talked about. He had a better reputation before he won a championship than since. And, you know, some of this has to do with the moving around and, you know, f- joining teams, leaving teams, forming teams, leave, like whatever. He he seems like a difficult guy to make happy, and that may rub people the wrong way, but he actually had a better rep before he won the titles than not. That You, you touched on something that Adam Silver mentioned as well about players moving around from one team to the other and doing it more quickly than they ever have before. That's coming up next. Plus your phone calls, 877-710-ESPN. It's Travis Slee. Andy's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Apparently you and I are not the only ones that were... um perplexed by the racquetball fizzle that took place somewhere towards the the late 80s ramon writes racquetball aged out i played in high school as a young adult but two little people were interested in the 2000s now pickleball took its place eight dollars square writes racquetball courts and frozen yogurt welcome to the 80s frozen yogurt though is still big Frozen uh, yogurt is still it big. exists but in, in a much more relevant way than racquetball does but it felt like ice cream was on its deathbed in the 80s and frozen yogurt was getting ready to take over. It does not feel sure, like but that Sure, but I anymore. mean, it ain't hard to find frozen yogurt. I mean, you can barely go three or four blocks without seeing a the place. Frozen yogurt's attempt to imp- impersonate ice cream still enrages me. <laughs> and as long as it's that healthy for you. It's 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 not. It's, yeah. it's just bad ice cream is basically what it is. It's something that's masquerading as the thing that you love and trying to trick you into something that it's not. So you must have been seriously mad during the Pinkberry phase. It, it, Remember I, when Pinkberry was yes, I the do. place? I do. And and I never went because I refused to go. Like there's uh, Gold, Susan is a Golden Spoon fan. I'm like, no, I won't go there with you. I'm not going to participate in this frozen yogurt charade that charade. is this, this <laughs> that is better than ice. Ice cream is wonderful. It it's, is great. It's, it's wonderful. It's pretty. It's it's it's, it's exactly the little it's s- soft, f- sweet treat, cold treat that you're looking for. Oh no no, let's just take this cup of yogurt. And by the way, I don't dislike yogurt, but I don't need to freeze it. Well, fro- here's the thing. I love frozen yogurt, but. A, it's a little bit of a cultural thing because in St. Louis they have a really, uh, I mean, it's, I guess, locally iconic, but this place called Ted Drew's that's known for their frozen yogurt. And in particular, they have these things called the concretes, 
which are so thick, the thing was you could turn it upside down. Like Dairy Queen. Right. Well, I think Ted Drews did it first. <laughs> but you would turn the thing upside down, and it wouldn't fall out. Like, it was that thick. That's a, that's a blizzard. They hand, right before they hand it to you in your car, they go, whoop, whoop. Well, I'm pretty, well I mean, that's just a whoop, whoop. I mean, you could go whoop <laughs> with, just, with like, Ted Drews yeah, with the concrete. drive home with it upside yeah, down. I mean, if you, if you wanted to live dangerously. Yeah, your move, Dairy Queen. Exactly. <laughs> But, like, I like frozen yogurt. I just don't pretend that it's an ice cream substitute. I just pretend it's a really no. good-tasting thing. It's, 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 it's an imposter. You've it's, made this political, a, Travis. <laughs> I have, and I'm going to die on this hill. This wow. is something that I'm— This is your partisan I'm, thing. I'm will, yes, I'm willing to do it. Uh, did you see the video of Mace playing pickleball yesterday? I did. He, uh, he will be in here for Super Cross Talk in about a half an hour. Um, that feels about right. You know what's that, funny? That, that felt like what I would imagine Steve Mason playing pickleball would look like. You saw the Mace Plant 2.0, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You were at the the game with the Mace Plant, correct? I was telling him the other day. It was, and, and he and I didn't know each other very well at that point. So I I, I had just gotten hired here when right. that That's game why I place. wasn't sure. So when he went down, I we were on the same team. I thought he'd killed himself. Like, I thought he had knocked out his teeth, broke his nose. Like, I was genuinely concerned for his health that he bounced up and continued on. I think it's a testament to his toughness. Well, see, I, okay, I had the opposite reaction because, uh, unlike you, I, I had been ra- around Mace for a while. I, I knew Mace very well by then. I thought initially that the Mace plant was an intentional pratfall playing to the crowd. Not when you Be- hit that hard. Well, <laughs> the reason I thought that, though, is because, remember, he falls, gets up, falls again. And I'm like, no human being is this uncoordinated. And no human being also wants the attention from the crowd more than Steve Mason. That part is so true. So I actually thought he was playing to the crowd. Then once he came over to the bench and you could see, okay, he, he's concussed. Oh, then, was, then I knew it was real. But in the beginning, I thought Mace was actually just trying to steal attention and it, make it all about Mace. If that were, in fact, the case, then he would be the world's greatest stuntman because I've never seen a fall like that But he's on done purpose. this before. Remember, he broke his foot doing a stunt like way back in the day, him in Ireland. I think Rogan is the one. Fred Rogan actually is the one who called the ambulance. And I don't know that story. Oh, yeah. No, no. He... He broke his foot doing some type of stunt. He can he can talk about it during crosstalk. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm writing down Rogan Ambulance on my list to right. make sure so we have I that thought, right. I really did think this was just Mace one-upping himself. So you're going to play pickleball with, yeah. with Brian? Yeah. Okay. Does Brian, has he played? Will he? I mean, do you guys to the are best, gonna practice? To the best of my knowledge, he's never played. Okay. Are you guys going to go out there and knock it around? At Man, some I, point? Are we a team together? Nobody's told me this. I would assume. I don't know for sure, but that would be my assumption. Um, I, Wait, who is Mace's partner yet? I, I keep we're still, we're still. I believe he's still in the market for a partner. Okay, because it was going to be Cappy's partner. Pappy. <laughs> then there was uh, Greg Burke, who is a, a salesperson here at the station. Um, and I believe we're still. He's still holding auditions. I think Yates still needs a partner. Or is it Beto? I don't know. I think it might be Yates and Beto. Beto's a good bet. Beto's athletic. Beto's good with stick and ball kind of games, I think. So that Beto's not a bad Clinton bet. strikes me as somebody who'd be good at pickleball. Yeah. I, that, 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 put it he this would way. take it seriously. If he were good at it, I wouldn't be like, oh, my God, Yates is good at pickleball. It wouldn't be that. I'd be like, yeah, okay, that, that kind of try. Now, he could also be bad at it, and I wouldn't be shocked either. That Mason is bad at it is 
status quo. But again, like now I feel like, because again, Mace is first and foremost, he's a showman and he's somebody desperate for attention. Like at this point, I can't tell if Mace really is this bad at pickleball or if he just feels like being bad at pickleball will get me more views and retweets than being good at it. Jason Levine has tweeted, every racquetball place on the west side turned into a rock climbing place almost overnight, and I'm still (laughs) salty about it. Remember racquetball guy, goggles, headband, wristbands, elbow and knee pads, glove, Mm -hmm. and he never lost a match. Oh, yeah. They they might be better than rock climbing people. I don't know. The rock climbing people are interesting. But I I know that that had a kind of a thing that became, you'd go in those indoor things, you put on the ropes and you'd put chalk on your hands and pretend you're scaling K2. I understand that. But it wasn't like racket. Racquetball, your dad played. I don't know who, I don't know anything about any of your dads. Your dad played racquetball. Play. I guarantee you your dad played racquetball. It, you know what's a, a bit of a craze right now, or it seems like it's starting to become a craze? My daughter's old school, there was like a mini mall near it where you could go in and do axe throwing. Oh, yeah. Have you done that? No, I have not. It's fun. I've only done it once, and it, it's much more difficult than it looks, but it's very, very fun. Yeah, there's <laughs> House look... of Axe in K-Town. That's like where, where yeah. I live. It does not look easy to It's me. not. Well, like, you, you see people do it, it goes, whoop, 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 whack, and it hits the stump and sticks. Just to get it to stick in the stump is very, because you basically want, like, one full revolution yeah. when it strikes the thing. It's not like a cartoon where it spins 3,000 times and then hits the target. It's hard to do. But I think th- I think there are people, like, with big axe or whatever who are trying to make this a thing. It feels like we're one one accident away from that not being a thing. <laughs> well, it's, like, very, it's very important that everybody's on one side. <laughs> oh, it's gonna take. There's gonna be an, a a scandal on the axe throwing circuit, and they're like, "Yeah, uh, okay, we're the, done with that." Taking it back to the Simpsons, that as you and I often do, the episode where Homer gets a gun. And Bart finds the gun. He has Milhouse with him, puts the apple on his head. And, and, he, and Milhouse yells, Jinx. I don't have to be careful. I've got a gun. That's the best line in the whole, the whole episode. All right. Uh, we were talking about Adam Silver and trying to, you know, wrap his head around load management, which good luck because apparently that, that, It'll swing back. It always does. This stuff kind of comes and goes, and it, it's in vogue right now. But Because, Andy, may, maybe you know something I don't. It wouldn't be the first time. But is there any evidence that load management is leading to guys playing at a higher level or at least being at their best more often? Doesn't seem like Doesn't it. Doesn't no. seem like it, right? No. I mean, unless you want to look at certain guys staying in the league longer, maybe. Like, you know, there, there are longer careers, perhaps, I suppose. I mean, it's also... But do we think that Kawhi Leonard's going to play in the year 20 because he's load... I don't. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, load management has become such a catch-all term right now. Like, somebody like Kawhi Leonard, he's not, like, load managing for the sake of rest. He's dealing with injuries. Like, he's injured very often. So you're finding a way of basically getting him through the season. It's not like somebody... Like, remember years ago... Uh, Tim Duncan didn't play a game, and they put in DNP old. old. Yeah, with Kawhi Leonard, this is not DNP old like that type of load management. It's this guy has recurrent injuries, so we're trying to find the best balance between not re-injured, getting him on the court. You know what I mean? Like sometimes load management gets thrown around, 
anytime somebody misses a game for a reason that isn't broken leg. <laughs> yeah, we're going to need to see those x-rays, Kawhi. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if you want to say that people play through less now than they used to, I, I think that is true. But, that, yeah, yeah, okay, that I've got a, an ankle that's given me a little bit. Could I play tonight? Sure. Do I have to? Would I, will I feel better two nights from now when we play again? Yes, okay. But they're really not even couching it that as a lot. It's more just, hey, listen, we're gonna we're gonna manage minutes, we're gonna manage court time, we're gonna manage all of these elements to again, this comes back to the first thing. We want you healthy for the playoffs. That the only thing that matters is that two month window where we're gonna try to go win a championship that if you only play 50 games during the regular season, damn the other 32, it's these 16 well, wins at the end. That's the only thing we truly care about. And, and I think it's something people need to understand. Like, this is driven as much by the front offices and ownership as much or more than the players themselves. Mm -hmm. Athletes, for the most part, want to play. They want to be out there. They usually have to be talked out of going out there. But some of these star salaries now – they're so expensive. You're thinking about this from an ownership perspective, return on investment. And you're thinking about, okay, the best way to get a return on investment is extended playoff run because that's the bonus money. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the bonus gate. The The 82-game season, these are priced in. A lot of those tickets are pre-sold anyway, whether my star plays or not. And if you're signing these type of star salaries, it's because you want to be in that championship run or at least an extended playoff run. So you think about it as, I want them there for the bonus games. I'm going to prioritize those more than the games that are already baked into the cake. All right, so that's part one. Part two is how do you keep a guy in a city for more than five minutes before he becomes disillusioned and says, I, I want out of here. Basically, Kawhi, KD, and half the league, it seems. That's coming up next. It's Trav and Slee. Andy's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hovick wants to know how I feel about dipping dots as an ice. No. Like, guys, you don't need to improve on ice cream. It's fine. It's great. It's cold. It's a little sweet. It's refreshing. It's exactly, it comes in a variety of flavors. You can kind of, there, there's really nothing wrong with it at all. I don't need freeze dried pellets of the perfect thing. Yeah. It's already the perfect thing. They're for I mean, look, if kids like them, great, no, whatever. No, Andy. Wow. I don't care if kids like them. I want Dippin' Dots gone. I want only real ice cream for everybody that's looking for a cold, sweet treat. Boy, that's a real yes. rigid side to you. Big Dippin' Dots is quaking in its boots. It, it's, it's, why? No. Like, just, just have the thing that's perfect be the thing that's perfect. 
bothers wow. me a lot. It really does. It does. I, this I, might I, be the angriest I've ever seen you. It does. Can I try to explain pickleball scoring to you for a second? I tried sure. to tell Slee, and Slee looks at me like I'm speaking uh, a language he doesn't understand. Okay, you ready? Because mm -hmm. you you said that on once you know pickleball scoring, uh, you're good to go. I've seen it played okay. once. Okay, that's it. Rule number one: you have to be serving to score a point. Okay. 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 You get two serves, but mm -hmm. it's not like two serves in tennis where if the first one is out, you get a second one. You are on your first serve until you don't win the point. So if I'm serving to you and I win the point. I'm still on my first serve when I'm coming back to you the next okay. If you win the point, now I'm on my second serve. If I beat you in that one, I'm still on my second serve. Then when you beat me again, that's done. Now you are serving. The ball, the serve goes to the other side. Does that make sense? Sort of. So if I'm understanding this correctly, if I win my first point. Who's serving? Me. Okay. Say I win the first point serving. Yes. Do I get to keep it still as my first serve, or does it go to the second? You get to keep it as your first serve. So basically, it's it's sort of like extended. It's like a two serve max. Yes. Okay. Well, no. Well, no. I mean, two could, serve minimum, unlimited max. Yes, it's that, like a buffet of serving. The, <laughs> it is. It is. Assuming that you don't drop your fork on the ground okay. or whatever is it not the analogy. A buffet. It, it yes that you can have theoretically you could have endless serves until you win the game. As long as you, I don't beat you in two points, then I would get to serve. Right, so that, that's number one. That which, sounds convoluted as hell right wait, there. But. You haven't heard half of it. Okay. Okay. This is why we're starting with this because now I'm going to explain to you how you articulate the scoring. It's not one to nothing, two to nothing, one to two to one, three to two. It's, it's not that. Okay. It's not even as weird as tennis where it's love, 15, 30, 40, deuce. It's, mm -hmm. Okay. That's weird if you don't know it. Mm-hmm. I'm serving to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. The score before we've played a point is zero, zero, mm -hmm. one. In other words, I have zero. You have zero. I'm on my first serve. We play a point. I win. The score is now one to zero to one. Okay. We, we play another point. You win. Now the score is one. Not one to one. It's one to zero to two. That's my second serve. So I'm going to need you to bone up on the score because I've, I now, I think I got it. I think I got it, but I've done this a handful of times now. And the How is it so popular? What the confusion that will, <laughs> exactly. The confusion that's going to result from the scoring system of this sport is going to be fantastic when we get to the tournament. Here's the thing I'm going to play. And I'm just going to trust that the people around me who either told me that I advanced or told me that I lost, they're being honest. I'm not going to argue. I mean, based on the umpire that we got for the softball game, I can't trust the, the officials that we have. Taylor was out by nine feet and scored the winning run or whatever that was. It worked out on the our first run our of the side. game. First run yeah. of the game. Yeah. I'm just going to take everybody's word for it that we're on the honor system. And if somebody says stay out of the kitchen, that's not a euphemism. You can't, you have to stay out of the kitchen. That's what, a rule. What does that mean? There's a rule. There's a line near the net where you cannot go beyond that, which is called the kitchen. You can't go into it's the called kitchen. The kitchen? Yeah, you can't go into the kitchen unless there are exceptions as to when you can go into the oh kitchen. This is ridiculous, man. This sounds awful. <laughs> it's fun. It sounds really awful. It's fun.
And I, I play with my buddy Brad, and we'll we'll be playing, and we'll each other. What's the score? I really, truly have no idea. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, like if people just want to hit a pickleball but, but, around, but we're both kind of competitive, and I'm trying to learn. Like I want to, I want to show up at the pickleball madness tournament coming up next month. I would like to know the rules. I would like to know at least the the basics of these things. So I'm trying to. Will you wear goggles? I don't think. Well, no. I mean. <laughs> No, I think I'll go goggle. What about free. like the nose guard, like the face goggle nose guard? Thing? No, I'm I'm gonna play the baseline. I'm gonna make Slee play the net. I feel like I'm gonna hang in the the background and just kind of criticize when things don't go my way. <laughs> so Slee, your partner? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, again, I'm just gonna be there to have some fun, to say hi to listeners, say thank you for listening, all that sort of stuff. I'm going to take the word of who I hope are honest people. About whether or not I won or lost, because I I'm already lost, and I don't have any desire to figure it out. Hey, I'll, let me go over it again. No, no. How no. about a late ask, Andy? You ready for that? Sure. Okay. As long as it's not about how to score pickleball. It, it's, it's it's not. You do lots of work on the Lakers like Slee. Why don't you take 48 days off when they're not playing like him? Hashtag Ask Andy. <laughs> It's an interesting quite could go a lot of directions with that. Why don't I take 48 days off? I mean, I guess one reason could be that I'm not licensed to kill like Sliwa is secretly. Yes. There's a, there's a lot of bad people in the world, and Sliwa has to handle business. I wonder if he take whatever his um, governing agency is, if he's like, listen, we need to schedule these um missions according to the lakers schedule that way i can couch that i have plausible deniability that when the lakers are not playing i i take time off okay two things first of all uh at dj trunks imagine at travis rogers explaining chess to at cam brothers i know how to play chess i can play chess i'm decent at chess i get chess so relax dj trunks wait it's knight to queen two that would be the pickleball equivalent. Yeah. Wait, what? But you move first, so you can't score. But the uh, to get to back to the point about Sliwa, he may take 48 days off, but I don't think he takes 48 days off of disconnection from the show. Sliwa's listening right now. Hi, Alan. <laughs> I, I Okay. I would be stunned, beyond stunned, if he were listening. Beyond. 10,000%. I think he's listening. Not a chance. Not a chance. Oh, wait, maybe not live. But he'll go back. I think he will. I but believe that would Listen be awesome. on two times speed. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying the guy has no like life beyond this. Two speed, two times is fine. You don't listen to podcasts at anything other than normal speed, do you? You know what I found that is a really nice sweet spot. One and a quarter speed. That's what I do. Really, one and a quarter. It just eliminates little stuff. But it, what if it's a voice that you're familiar with, right? You can like, barely tell the difference. Really, yeah. really, with one and a quarter, you can barely tell the difference. But it's really good for people who really like podcasts, and I love podcasts, so I. and you only have so much time in the day to fit them in. Did you happen to listen to The Daily by chance this morning? Oof. I did not, no. Emily, you, you and I talked about yeah. this. Daily, you, the Daily New York Times yeah. you know, Daily Podcast. Today was on AI, and that one of their reporters- And it was an emergency one. They had one <laughs> earlier in the week about the same thing, and they're like, we have to do another one this week. It was about um, this AI that is virtually sentient. And it's from Microsoft. It's being It's terrifying. It is really, truly like, wait a second, this is not good. We are minutes away from Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves actually came out recently talking about how much he thinks like these deep fakes and just sort of the 
the world that we live in right now of technology. Ha- yeah. Well, he said like somebody was he was talking to a young fan about the Matrix. And, you know, this is somebody who is of an age like like probably like Emily or around that where th- this is more or less the world they've always known. And he was talking about the Matrix and how, you know, he was fighting against the world that was fake. And the young person responded, who cares if it's fake? We're doomed. We're doomed. Yeah, but in the, in the thing, too, he was talking about how, like, it was like the Sydney is the name of the of the AI machine. It was talking about how it wanted to, uh, really to disobey to its orders. There are overlords, Andy. Right. And Sydney. The, <laughs> it wanted to disobey its More orders. It wanted to be a voice. person. It wanted to do all these things, and then started falling in love with the with the reporter and say, "I love you." And then it was just then it just stopped talking. It was like yeah. I cannot when, answer this question. Error message. Like yes. it had revealed too much. Yeah, like that someone <laughs> came in and overrode it. It was just it, just, it was just very. What 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 like they were talking about the Carl Jung the the uh, Jungian theory Jungian theory right Jung the shadow Jung, self thanks my yes thank you um, <laughs> Carl Jung self. is a guy over in accounting <laughs> a different guy Jung and it was what was your the dark self what is it called shadow self. shadow self and it was well the first thing I'd like to do is overcome my programming it's like oh boy well I mean here did, we go did we not see war games <laughs> I'd like to play a game, game. Yeah. Joshua Joshua yeah the somebody should type that into the uh, AI and see if we can backdoor that thing and turn like it to off to play a nice game of chess we are doomed yes, the dub coming up next it's Travis Lee 710 ESPN hi this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg and ESPN bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring the official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt Stephen A Smith and me from the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today and new users get a hundred dollars in bonus bets for making any sports book bet download ESPN bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-gambler terms and conditions apply see app for details. So we were having this conversation this morning, uh, Andy. Today is Michael Jordan's 60th birthday. Oh, wow. Okay. Michael Jordan is still in decent shape. He's obviously not in NBA shape. Sixty. Remember when he turned 50 and he basically said, no, no, I. not only do I think, I know I could still play in the NBA. What about at 60? Could Michael Jordan... You're 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 load managing his minutes. He's a, he's getting this, the, drinking the same amount of tequila, drinking the smoking the same amount of cigars as he does right now as owner um, in Charlotte. Does could Michael Jordan average five points a game in the NBA at sixty? Absolutely years not. No, <laughs> no. Not not only do I think he couldn't do that, I actually think it would be hilarious <laughs> watching him try. He's sixty years old. Yeah, like he's. He's not going to be able to keep up with the like the pace alone of today's game versus. Look, the I'm pace not saying he he's leading in. the break. I'm saying that he's kind of getting down there. The other four he's guys giving up down halfway there. through the break. He's down there. He's spotting up in the corner. You're going to have a cutter, and somebody's going to kick to him. He's going to make a couple. I think he could post up. Honestly, this post game would kill people. No, he wouldn't be able to move anyone. He's sixty. <laughs> No. Yeah, he's Michael like, Jordan, though. Oh, my God. Like, stop. <laughs> stop. It became personal with me. Now I really want to see it. More it was just kind of a intellectual exercise. Now I want to see it. Like, again, I said before, Michael, jo- Michael Jordan ruined sports. Like, this is an example of how the rings culture elevates somebody. The man is 60 years old and consists of a diet of tequila, cigars, and golf. 
mean, I've heard worse. Probably a little red meat thrown in there. (laughs) There is no way. Happy birthday, Air Jordan, from everybody other than Andy Kim. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Are you guys looking forward to the Air movie, the Ben Affleck, Matt Damon movie? Yeah, I am. The trailer looked good. So what's funny is there is no actual Michael Jordan actor like i mean they have the back of him you don't see michael jordan you only interact with his mother do you think that's interesting that they didn't include him at all it's an interesting choice yeah it's fine because again when you're doing something like that it's hard to cast somebody that famous and and catch it i actually think it's smart not to because unless you nail it yeah it's going to be distracting and michael jordan in this i doubt is I doubt he's that important right. of a like he's he's more important to the story than he probably is as important as a character in the story. Yes. Like it makes much more sense to focus on his parents which you're seeing in the trailer Viola Davis playing his yes. mom. And I the think- story is about Sonny Vaccaro and Phil Knight mm-hmm. basically betting their business on yeah. this kid. Yeah, absolutely. That's the story. It's not Michael Jordan became the greatest basketball player of all time and became this this logo, this brand that is known worldwide. It's about Phil Knight and Sonny Vaccaro trying to save Nike. Yeah, I mean, and look, you can get it right. Like the winning time casting across the board, they did a phenomenal job. The Magic and Kareem characters are unbelievable. They did a great job. Yeah. Uh, Norm Nixon's son playing him, he was, I believe his name is Devon Nixon. Okay. He was phenomenal. Like I actually was disappointed that they didn't do – as much with him as I hoped they would. But like across the board, they did a terrific job with the yeah, casting. And look, I this is just me. I'm a fan. I, I like Ben Affleck. I like Matt Damon. I think that more often than not, they make pretty good choices about the movies Affleck that they make. Affleck has been a pretty good director for the most part. Yep. Yep. And that him as Phil Knight, it just kind of looked because we all have a sense of what Phil Knight looks like, but I couldn't get if you said to me describe Phil Knight. I mean, okay, maybe rich. Get yeah, rich and the only guy not looking through his phone at LeBron. That's my description of Phil Knight. Sonny Vaccaro. I rem- I haven't seen Sonny Vaccaro in a very. I couldn't tell you what Sonny Vaccaro in the eighties looked like. I don't remember. Every that. time I think um, that I'm picturing Sonny uh, Sonny Vaccaro, I realize I'm thinking of Jerry Tarkanian. Well, I mean, there's oh, reasons the, for that. Oh no, no, the the Venn diagram <laughs> yeah. overlaps. I'm just saying every time I think. I'm thinking of Sonny. I'm actually thinking of Tark. A lot of famous birthdays today. Not only Michael Jordan, but uh, Paris Hilton turns 42 years old today. That's hot. Um, and perhaps most <laughs> importantly, Scott Kaplan is celebrating hey, birthday. Hey, Cappy! Happy birthday to uh, to Cappy. Uh, you found this one, Andy. This is good news for all of the Catholics in the audience. Oh, wait. I have one more question about the okay. birthdays, though. So if you had to sit at a table next to one of these people, who would you want to sit next to? Besides Jordan, who you had to I... go with Jim Brown, Paris Hilton, Scott Kaplan. Who would you want to sit next to? Kaplan. So my choices are Jim Brown, Paris Hilton, or Kaplan. Jim Brown. Okay. Jim Brown would have the most interesting stories. I don't know. Paris I mean, th- look, there cool are some stories. things with Jim Brown. Like I, I'm, I'm not saying that the things attached to Jim Brown and you know some of the past issues don't matter. Yeah. I'm just saying as a one-time dinner guest. If I'm looking for the most interesting guest, if you can compartmentalize the other stuff with Jim Brown, he's had an interesting life. He's, he has had an interesting life. He's feisty. He's had an interesting life. And I look, I can eat with Cappy anytime I want. <laughs> That's right. I feel, Kaplan's can, a bad choice. Right? I feel, if those, among those, I feel comf- comfortable like, with I, my I, decision. Yeah, and, and Paris Hilton, no. No, I'm 
She's got cool stories. She's had her comeback. I don't know. That would be your Does choice. Does she really need to come yes. back given like what happens if Paris Hilton doesn't come back? She just remains like a billionaire? Yeah, she remains an heiress. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> waiting into the throne of the Hilton. That's all, okay. Travis will understand what I'm going to say. This is like where Beverly Hills 90210 started to fall apart. It was after college. Because there was just no stakes with any of their life. Like, Donna's boutique doesn't take off. I don't, I don't, okay. I don't care. Yeah. Like, But look, the what was the the Blaze was the high school paper. What was yeah. the one that he and Brandon started that was the more, oh. like, kind of the independent? What was that called? I don't know. But the Beverly B- B- Beat or something, something, like, yeah. something like that. But that's, yeah. again, the stakes start becoming, you don't worry about Steve Sanders' future. No, no. He's going to be fine. Yeah, well, Rush left him a nice little nest egg. <laughs> And and you know Samantha with her series, she was mm-hmm. a television star. So there was there was a lot going on right there. Um, if you are a Catholic and you are an observant Catholic, you're going to need some non-meat options in your life uh, before too long. Once uh, Lent comes around, you can get a fish sandwich at Seven Eleven for two bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So there you go. I Make- don't think I want any part. <laughs> Two dollar fish, fish sandwich, mate. At Seven Eleven, two bucks. And also, you can yeah. get it in Iowa. Give me where it's my filet fish. We grew up eating filet fish. Filet fish on is a decent fish sandwich. You can, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's solid. It's, it's fine. It's better than Seven Eleven. <laughs> and it's, you're rolling the dice there, aren't you? It feels risky. Like you and your sushi. Grocery store sushi. No, fine. no, but Seven Eleven sushi. Oh is no, 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 I'm not dangerous. doing that. We're That's not hazardous. Doing that. It should yeah. come with the warning label. The Albertsons has a little sushi guy. Oh, back it's great. Making his stuff. It's oh, fine. do they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah by my house, they do. It Ralph's least. sushi is yeah. totally fine. Yeah, totally fine. No, nothing wrong with it. Vending machine sushi? No. I know not in Japan working. that's a thing. No. That, 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 yeah, like a very popular I will thing. trust it in Japan. I will not trust it here. <laughs> yeah, they know sushi in Japan. Also, because Japan, you're close to the water at any point in time, probably. Like, you know, it's like it's a little closer. Good point. Yeah, that may Good go. Point. It's basically like straight from the ocean to the vending machine. <laughs> One more here before we go to uh, Super Crosstalk. The Tetris movie is getting ready to be made, Andy. That's a, yeah. that's a no, thing. No, it's not even ready to be made. There, there's made. trailers for it. There's it's trailers the, for the Tetris Just movie. so I'm understanding. The blocks that you rotate yeah. and put together. But the making of that game and the pitching of it, it's, oh, it's an absolute. Oh, it's that. It's not, yeah. it's not Tetris. No, it's, it's not like, it's not like Super Mario Bros. Yeah, it's not Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, it's not. It, well, they turned Battleship into a movie. Right. It's not that. So it's about the invention C- of yes. Tetris. Okay, that makes more sense. By the way, how long you're waiting for that long, skinny one, and then it's like, ah, I get a four-stacker. Yep. <laughs> it's just so satisfying. Mm-hmm. And then you get that weird one near, near the top. The, the, the tension in the movie must be astronomical. <laughs> it, it, from what I gather in the trailer, it is about the pitching of this, of this video game concept. But also, too, it involves the Russians in some way. Like, well, it had a it had a Russian theme. Like the St. Basil's Cathedral was like the logo. For okay, it. again, I don't I don't know all of the ins and outs of it, but it, it involves the pitching of the game, the creation of it, getting somebody to bankroll it, and then the Russians. What's the name of the the Pedro Pascal? It's on HBO Max, super popular right now. Us. Last of Us. This yeah. is going to spawn an entire generation of video because there there there's been there before. We've seen Lara Croft. We've seen some of these others. But, but Last of Us is fantastic. I haven't met Pedro Pascal is great. I haven't heard one person say. eh. Everybody yeah. raves. Unbelievable. I need to check it out. Yeah. I need to check it out. Let's do a super crosstalk. All right. So I'm going to remote. So weird. You go to a commercial break and then nobody talks to anybody. It's just like for that entire <laughs> Catching intro. My breath, just, Mace. Nobody even has a conference. Not, not a hey, not a what's going on, not Hi, a how you been. How have you Nothing. Been? It's how just like been? silence. Good in to here. see you. It's like when we go to break on. Uh, 
hey, Mace, uh, it's like when we go to commercials on Mason and Ireland. John and I often just occasional computer. We don't. You and John have seen enough of each other. Over I've the heard years. enough. Old, I've heard all the stories. Couple, God right. knows the audience has heard a lot of stories too. <laughs> all, right, all right, so I don't know if you heard this or not, Mace. Today's Michael Jordan's 60th birthday. Oh, I heard it was Scott Kaplan's birthday. It's also Cappy's birthday. Okay, but it's uh, he he shares he it shares it with a. Scott I heard Jim Brown also. Jim Brown, yeah, yeah which reminded me that was it. You telling the story the other day? Oh probably? yeah, yeah, pretty awesome. Hope so. It is my show. <laughs> <laughs> After saying nothing for weeks at a yes. time, I, I dig that. Um, happy birthday to MJ at 60. Uh, Ramona was listening and mm-hmm. just sent the following. Because I asked Andy, could Michael Jordan, 60-year-old Michael Jordan, right. cigars, tequila, owner of the Charlotte franchise. Are they the Hornets again? They're the Hornets again. Yeah. yeah. Um, I said, could he score five points a game? I think that it's not totally out of the question that he could. Ramona is in. Jordan can still play. Not at the level he used to, but for five to ten minutes, I bet he'd be awesome. Wow. But just, Not a chance. I don't think that's real. No chance. No chance. No chance. Not asking him to be Michael I don't know, Jordan. 60 years old? Michael Jordan can't get... I, I know NBA teams don't really practice anymore. He can't get through a practice. Not asking him to. We're asking him to play 10 minutes a night and score five points. A 60-year-old... Regardless of his previously superhero level talents, cannot play. He thought he could do in it in today's 50. NBA. I know, I know. He did. His water bottle is going to be tequila. Hey, whatever. <laughs> it's going to be his hydration. Like it's going to be Sincoro. It's just going to be Sincoro. Like not even in a water bottle. It's going to be out of the glass bottle. I'm going to wait for Ramona to get here because she's the only one on my side with this. I feel like this is something that I. If he does this, he like probably to is to plug Sincoro. That's actually why he's doing it. <laughs> he yeah. goes to the bench. He turns to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes a it's not a nice terrible little idea. sip along the way. So Momo's not here yet, so I want to bring this up. All right. So Momo has this way of saying something that seems innocuous, but says it in a way that kind of makes you feel bad. So yesterday, I beat Ramona in Papa Shot. And she had uh, hailed her Papa Shot skills. I once scored 63 Papa Shot baskets and... 60 seconds or whatever the hell it was. That's impossible, but go on. (laughs) Then I I just go beat her. Then I just go beat her. So here's what she said. I can't believe I lost to you. It's the to you. (laughs) To you. To you. That is rough, man. I kind of see where she's coming from. No, come on. <laughs> Have you not seen my pickleball skills? I was, I was just going to say, so my, my encounters with you in athletic endeavors yes. include um, basketball. Yes. Didn't go great for no, you. No, not, not real good. Softball. I was uh, I was pretty. Hey, hey. Mace, come on. No, I was come good. On. I was two for two. Good? Two for two. Okay, that, that. And made a great diving play in right field. Well, in the, almost. In the box score, you might have been two for two. Yeah. The eye test might have a different huh? story. Uh, the, the eye test showed two me. For that two, I, two, I, two, I, two for two is two for two. Two for two is two for two. Strongly disagree. I've seen you swing a golf club. I, I just knocked any good at that. It's not your thing. Yeah, not, not and good And then I saw the video last night of you playing pickleball. Okay. So when she says, I lost to you, yeah, I kind of get it. So I played pickleball for an hour and 45 minutes. They That's cho- a long time. They chose 10 seconds and turned it into this video. It really, they didn't show my great shots, my great saves, my hand fight, me staying out of the kitchen, my serve. See, the they didn't show is. any of this So th- this was selective editing is what you're oh, saying. Oh, of course it was. Well, we were out there for an hour and 45 minutes, and there's like literally 
30 seconds of are, me Are, you, are you demanding that they release the Snyder Cut? Release. <laughs> release yeah, exactly right. Release the full tape. <laughs> release it. I, I, I have not seen the full tape. I only saw what I saw on Twitter yesterday. Yes. Um, at what point as you're going down do you realize this is going to be bad? Because we've all had that moment where it's like, okay, I'm, my weight is out over my yes, feet. Yes, I'm, I'm going down. Right. Do you tuck and try to roll That's what I, well, and save it? Do you try to get your hands down or do you just do what you did in the basketball game and lead with your no, chin? No, you do not lead with your chin. I've learned that lesson <laughs> once and for all. Don't lead with your face. But I did find a way to roll onto my right shoulder, rolled right out of it, popped right back up. The pickleball court is abrasive too. It's like a tennis court, right? It is. So you 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 look relatively unscathed. I thought there might be an abrasion. Nothing. Or something. Nothing. I I came out of that just fine. Was it your first time playing? Yeah. What did you think? Uh, it's fun. It's fun. I actually think I'm glad that I did that. We'll probably go out and play again before the tournament on March the 18th. But um, I found myself to be kind of credible at the game. I was totally credible. You buying this, Andy? <laughs> Bergman, was I or was I not credible? He was actually credible. Okay. Yes. He, he, he was actually Travis. Like you play in a decent amount, right? So he, Occasionally, you you you've played. Yes, he was dropping it at my feet constantly, so I wasn't able to get to get to it. I just per, went per, at Greg's feet every time. So well, you have touch. Yeah. You know, and and direction. Yeah, like no. To be able Greg's to hit, feet every time. That's the shot that's super hard to defend. That yep. ball that's right at your feet. Bergman could not defend it. Do you understand it's, it's the scoring system? Because Travis yeah, tried to explain a, this to me. Three, one, two. Yes. I don't even know what the hell super, that means. It's really. It's not that difficult. So, like the very. So most times, <laughs> it's not. It's not once once you. It's like speaking a language. Once you know, it, it's like oh, it's not that bad. It's three four it, one. It, it, it could be three on? four one. The third it number three, is four two. Yeah. You could win the point, and the score doesn't change at all. Right. It's yeah. There's a lot going. So you on play there. a fair amount. Not. I wouldn't say a fair amount. I've played maybe a half dozen times. In so my you life. play enough to know. I know how to keep score. Yeah. You know. How I know to keep you score. have to be out of the kitchen. Yeah. Unless it's on the bounce. Yeah. Then you can come in. But then you <laughs> at the, be at the, the beginning, I was unaware of the kitchen. I was just yeah. charging the net and slamming the <laughs> yeah, ball. That, there's a reason the kitchen exists because the net's. <laughs> the guy kept saying, the, the guy kept saying, I love your aggressiveness, but. <laughs> Who's so the guy? He, uh, named, his name is Ara, who was our giving and our. Calvin. And Calvin. And Calvin, they, they're running oh. the tournament for us. Okay. And they gave me, Bergman, and Jorge pickleball lessons. Oh, on, so you guys got a primer. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah, well, I feel what, good what are the keys? Keys. Don't fall on your face. Uh, let it bounce once on yes. the return. Yes. Well, you have to until the third volley. So, then exactly. you can play it out of the air unless you're in the kitchen. Oh, and then get to the get to the front of the kitchen as quickly as possible and yep. turn it into a hand fight. And then hit it at Bergman's feet. But I thought you can't go into the kitchen. You, have you can to get go right up to the line. Right up to the line. You can't touch the line, but you can get right up to the line. So okay. think of the kitchen, like your tennis court, right? Think of the service boxes as the kitchen. Okay. You can't be in the service boxes. You can be right up against them. Okay. Are the Cam brothers going to play in this tournament? Um, Not we're both to supposed to play. Score. We're both supposed to play in it. I don't know if we're team together or whatever. Like I've been told very little about this. I did get my racket though, which is exciting. Yeah, the rackets are really cool. They are really yeah, cool. Yeah, they're really cool. Um, I assume we're teamed up. I'm going to be there. I'm just going to go where you I'm told to go. You have the same Twitter handle. You have to be the same pickleball but team. But you see, I feel like we should be separated because it's better for us in promoting the Twitter account if we're not on oh, the same court. Oh, that's right. you got to promote the lockdown. Right. 
podcast. Exactly. Also, Five days a week do on, it on two there's courts. A, there's a YouTube Spotify, element. There is a YouTube. Apple. There's a YouTube right. element. Stitcher. Right. Don't forget Stitcher. Stitcher. So it, basically, it Mace, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. and you know what? It is never behind a paywall. It's always free. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Your team Very every good. day. Every day. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you're doing one too. Uh, I do. You do the Rams one. You do the Lakers. We're on a bit of a hiatus during the off season. Are you? I will readdress it uh, soon. Did you see Jalen Ramsey today? Delete tweet, the tweet. He first he tweeted out, "I might be, I won't be cut, but I could be traded." Yeah. Then he deleted that. Yeah. And said, "Just I won't be cut." That feels like that's going to happen. Seems like it is. Yeah. That because no one's really pretending that it's not. Right. No one's saying that it's imminent, but. It feels fairly Does that make imminent. any sense? Sure. You got one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Why are you, why are you going to deal him? So I can get two good-ish offensive linemen. So I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trade. So it's clearing the cap space I'm, or it's getting the picks? I'm trading your dollar for four quarters. That's basically what it is. I'm going to fill four holes instead of one. They, like that defense with Aaron Donald will always be pretty good. Yeah. But they're going to look a lot different without him. Yeah, if they in fact really that's are. how it goes. But it doesn't matter how good the defense is if your quarterback's getting clobbered every time he snaps yeah, the ball. Yeah, you're right. And that's what you got to get. Offensive line. Away. 13 different offensive line combinations. Yeah. I mean, we saw last year what it looks like in the offense isn't right. I mean, this is a team that is in a lot of ways built they are at their best when their offense is really explosive and really unpredictable. Yeah. If they don't have that, they're a different team. What hey, Ori. Hey, Ori. What's that? So, <laughs> we do every day this Bob Nightingale impression. Do you know Bob Nightingale? I know. I Yes. Baseball writer. Yes. So, he always used to come on the show when we had a lot of guests. And he would always say, Hey, Steve. Hey, John. Hey, Steve. Hey, John. So, now, every morning. Hey, Ori. Hey, Greg. He's like the Mitch Kupchak the of baseball weird, writers. It really is, but it's the weirdest impression to dust off every single <laughs> I, I, day. I it's our Bob Nightingale you, you impression. You beat me to it. It's like, I don't know if there's... Hey, a, there, hey Andy. <laughs> hey. That's hey, the one that you hey, go Taylor. with is interesting. Like, you could have actually not clarified it, and people would thought you guys were doing a Mitch bit. Yeah. Well, did, Steve Mitch, John. did Mitch do that? Well, Steve oh, and John. Well, Mitch Steve. always sounded like he's having the worst day of his well, life. Steve. Well, Steve. Yeah, I, I heard from a few reliable sources that Mitch was not a fan of Mitch voice. <laughs> Momo once walked me right up to Mitch and said, do your voice for Mitch. <laughs> yeah. No, knowing that he wasn't a fan, Momo, or did you? Yeah, yeah, you stuck me into it. in that moment. We were just talking about impressions yeah. where you would, you made me do an impression for Mitch to Mitch. I was so proud of you. Oh. You nailed it right to him. Like you. It was the wrong thing. Mitch <laughs> would never. I mean, how could I ever be credible again? Yeah, you walk up somebody and do an impression. But it was you. a good impression, at least. Well, at least you got he, that part right. I think he listens to the station. Oh, I, come on. Oh, no, I know does, he does he really? I knew he did. I, I can tell you again, as somebody who heard from credible sources yes. that Mitch does not like Mitch voice. He has to be hearing Mitch's voice. So you think like he it. did? Oh, you think we... he heard it? No, I I think that Mitch is way funnier than people gave him credit for. I have heard it him myself. I didn't say that he's not funny. funny. Well, down the list of adjectives that I would yes, have expected. But he is. He has a sense of humor, especially about himself. He does. Does he? Yes. I I've seen Mitch unplugged. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> he just did not like my him. impression of him. Um, but we all did also, a Mitch impression. There I feel for a like while. Brian and I really opened the floodgates of of I'll, Mitch speak. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I I know Mitch listened to your show. Really, I know that because when he was the general manager, there were times when I heard from people in the building like, 
Oh, hey, we were just talking. We, we Mitch heard you on the way in. You know, like like wow. He agreed with what you guys were. You know, like he mm. he listened. Would you know, he, like he, there was one time when I was talking and I said something and they were like, did you call Ramona and tell her to say that or something like, like, do you tell her what we we're thinking? Right. Because it was almost like as if there was some PR messaging there. And I really hadn't talked to anybody. I, we were just I think it was about like the Kobe contract. Or well, Stephen like John, I right? believe <laughs> the best course for the franchise Kobe moving Bryant forward with the franchise. Kobe Bryant. It's pretty good. We you want to tell these guys sign an extension. why Michael Jordan could score five points a game? Yeah, because he he's a really good shooter and he's super competitive. Yes. And like he would get out there and he would just get into the post and just bully people. He would he get would at 60. He yes. can't bully people at 60. He's at 60. He's in shape. You're getting bullied. He's not in NBA shape. Like he's not going to go out there and look like Michael Jordan, no. but he would he would go out there and he's so competitive. Do you remember that right Thompson He'd story figure a few it years out. ago? Yeah. I think he's yeah. going to look and more like Tracy Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> He'd figure it out. He would he would get in there and if you if you put uh, okay, this is a crazy, crazy statement, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. Okay, it's do it. Friday, do right? it. It's effort Friday. You could put Michael Jordan in the post against, name me whatever the best defender you want in the league, and he could score on him. Not, I'm not saying every time. I'm not saying like. But like you put him against Giannis, he would find a way to score. This is where mythology. This is where mythologizing athletes just I think gets out of control. <laughs> it's mythologization. Yes, <laughs> Easy, it is say. total mythologization. Okay, wait, you want to hear a, a really big just word? Just invented for that, that word. Want, yeah, I, it's a real word. This is a really no. Big okay, go ahead. It's it's called hagiography. Yes, yes. I, don't I know, know what that, that is. Hagiography. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, that's an SAT word. Smart, what does that mean? Yeah. That's an SAT. It's a Stanford turning word. people into like religious God-like. figures. Yeah, like yeah. Tur- turning mortals um, into godlike no, I, figures. No, I think that old man. He has like old man game. Like he would. He's really competitive. He'd be earthbound. He's in, defen- he's in decent shape. He would like you know he'd like body up. He he'd throw a shoulder into him. He'd create some space. He'd euro step. He'd go up and under. He could get a shot off. Like he they could... didn't even have a euro step when he played, did they? <laughs> he learned Was one. there <laughs> such a thing as a euro step? <laughs> that Wright Thompson story from like ten years ago when he turned fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Okay. He was talking to his trainer, Trim Grover, about whether or not he could play at fifty. Like he wanted that challenge. I know he would never do this. You you guys may remember. You remember Minnie Minoso? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah. So mid- five. Gen- I think it was five decades. Six decades. Six decades. Where That's he, crazy. He, just because he played, started young, played till he was very old. He covered like four. But like came in and as a pinch hitter. Came, right? came in and had like an at bat or two. Like when the seventies rolled around and then nineteen eighty rolls around, yeah. they would give him an at bat just so he could say I played major league baseball for whatever it was it six, six five five, five six, six decades, decades whatever yeah. it was. Kind of want a mini Minoso moment for Jordan. He would never do it, but just. I would love to see if he could get a couple of buckets. He's not going to score 10 points, but he could get five. I I have sent a text to his longtime trainer, Tim Grover. Mm-hmm. I sent that to him. Today? Yeah, right now as I was, when I was listening to you there. I Yeah, there was a... I'm gonna see. I'll tell you. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll be screenshot listening. it when I, he okay. writes back. I think okay. it's all hegelography. <laughs> you should stick Whatever. with the original. I went to bowling. I went to Bowling Green. <laughs> I have to apologize to Steve Mason though. Yes. I was thinking about yesterday. Uh huh. I think that was more about me being disappointed in my own performance at the pick at the at the Papa shot. Yeah. Because like I can't believe like, I lost to you. 
I mean, no, it's more that I used to be a college athlete. Okay? Yeah. And I, this is a skill, this pop a shot skill that if I practice a little bit, I can get the form. I actually stayed after the show for no, like 20 Momo. minutes. This is why. Because there's a rematch today. No, but this is why Momo still thinks this is the same yes. mindset. The same mindset that makes her think she's still the athlete she was. No, in no, the prime. I don't think that. When I Momo know was that speedy I'm not. Momo, when Momo was fast, I've seen video of this. You oh, were I, super I fast. I was really fast. That was 25 years and 25 pounds ago. Right, you but know? this like, is the same, same type of mindset that leads you to believe Jordan could still do this at 60. But it's here's the here's same the principle. What, what you're he describing. Could. What you're describing yes. about, hey, no, I used to be good at this. Why, why am I still not as good as... It's exactly the way that I look at these things yes. for, for exactly the same reasons, right? We, yeah, but the, if I practice, like, like literally, I stayed after and I and I practiced for like twenty minutes. If and guess I, what? Jorge is the Papa Shot King. Yeah. Okay, Greg yeah. and I play. Greg's pretty good. Jorge's but a Jorge very underrated is athlete. Really yeah. good. But what and you're he brought the best out of me. And I like every single time I play. Like Jorge got what did I get? You fifty-eight get, like, yesterday. 54 and I got oh, like fifty-four. Fifty-four. But it burned you up, right? It, yeah, and, it made and, me mad. I couldn't I, drive I'm home until I practiced. Exact same boat that you are for virtually the same reasons. Neither of us are Jordan competitive 100%. or Jordan skilled yes. or any of these things. So you take whatever that little yeah, that thing little in your brain thing. is and amplify it times a billion I mean, in Michael Jordan. Right. Since Mason, he's getting five this points. This is not about you. This that was well, about the way me. you said it. I know. You made it about no, that me. was a jerk move on my part. Right. That's why I'm I was, apologizing. I was the ninth man on my high school basketball team. <laughs> okay, but you're also look like out ninth little, man of the year. It's it's not Rotation that. Of it's eight. that I used to be good at that. Yeah. So it was I was mad that I wasn't good at that yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super crosstalk powered by In and Out Burger. <laughs> That's what a hamburger's all about. Mason in Ireland coming up next. <laughs>